Hello, 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 and thank you for joining us on Heron's Home Podcast. I'm your host, Karee Robertson, alongside my sound man extraordinaire, Rico G. What's going on, everybody? How y'all doing? And we're back in the house for episode 92. Yeah, yeah. Welcome, Welcome everybody. Back. Yeah, man. So you been doing anything interesting this weekend? No, I've just been uh, chilling, pretty much uh, catching up on some uh, pretty interesting movies. I, saw, okay. I caught this uh, dope movie called Black Box. That was pretty lit. Okay. Um, I enjoyed that. Uh, I also caught this uh, cool Netflix series, um, uh, uh, Blood of Zeus, which is a, a, a new Greek myth that they came up with. That was pretty lit. I enjoyed that. Oh, it's a series. Yeah, okay. it's it, it's sort of like uh, the Castlevania joint. How it's an animated series that's nice. like uh, I think it's like thirteen episodes or something like that, and it's a nice complete story. So that was that was dope. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. Just been chilling. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I actually caught up on a bunch of old movies too. I guess I I didn't realize that Carolina hadn't seen the original or not the original. The episodes one, two, and three of the Star Wars series. So we took some time out and caught a couple of those. Um. Those movies are long, if I remember correctly. I, I don't give a fuck what anyone says, man. Those were good fucking movies, man. <laughs> and you can shoot me in the head if you wanna, if you wanna, you know, go at it over it. But no, I, I really enjoyed those movies. I can acknowledge that there might not be some people's tastes, but as Star Wars movies, they were very good, and um, they were way better than the Disney ones. Gosh, just like leagues better. And that's what I don't get. It's like everyone is so nostalgic for the hokey seventies ones, but. I'm telling you, man. Yo, the, the Phantom Menace, uh, Attack of the Clones, and fucking Revenge of the Sith. And, and <laughs> Hayden Christensen's portrayal of Anakin, all right. It wasn't the best, but it in no way tanked the the, the series, in my hey, opinion. Hey, man, if you like it, you like it. You know what I mean? My That's bad. all that matters. Obviously, I have very strong feelings about that because Clearly. it had nothing to do with Clearly. You, know, you brought the Disney one back <laughs> into it. You know what I'm saying? Like nah, if you fuck with it, you fuck with it. That's nah, all it is. no, but yeah, I have a very strong um, affinity for the Star Wars series, so it was good watching those with her. But um, yeah, so you watched a movie called Black Box. Yeah, what was that about? That was pretty dope. It's it, it's billed as a horror movie, but I think it's more of like a psychological thriller with horror elements. But it's about this uh, successful photographer. Like in the opening sequence, you find out he has a great wife, um, nice successful career, and everything, and um, a lovely daughter, and immediately. Gets into a car accident and um, in the opening credits and loses his wife. Opening oh, credits, nigga yeah. didn't even make it past the opening scrawl, my G, before shit went south. <laughs> he loses his wife, he loses his memory, and now um, in his dreams, there's God this damn. weird contortionist dude that's trying to that's attacking him in his dreams, right? So my man's got it bad. In the, in the <laughs> yeah, first shit sounds weird. He's got contortions. That means bad. he's doing. I don't like Bro, people moving odd ways it, like that. Yo, it's fucking creepy. The 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 thing just like starts crawling backwards towards him and like shifting yeah, nah. its body up and shit. That's I uh in um Lovecraft Country, there was uh the two demon characters that were tracing D where they would move in weird and janky ways like that, and I was like, nope, <laughs> nope, not fucking with him out. I'm out. Yo, I'm actually kind of happy for all these uh, uh, consortiums getting all this work in movies. Yeah. Because that's a new thing of, like, people bending over backwards and walking towards you in creepy ways. Like, consortiums get worse now. That's pretty dope. But um, what I liked about the movie was uh, uh, the twist was excellent. Um, the, the main thing I liked about the movie, it was all black everything. Um, it was written by um, uh, a black director and a co-director who's also the um, uh, writer. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, everybody, uh, Felicia Rashad, 
yeah, Felicia Rashad's in it. She plays one of the doctors that's trying to help the main character get his memory back. And, like, he's black. His girlfriend is black. His, like, new girlfriend is black. His uh, 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 best friend is black. Like, it, it was something about, like, seeing him walk into a doctor and consult his friend who was working in that hospital. And it was just like, yeah, that's pretty it's different. Dope. Yeah, I, I fucks with that. And um, what I absolutely loved about the movie as well was the twist. I'm not even going to talk about it because I thought the twist was so dope. They had me guessing. Are you going to spoil it? Uh, I'd, I'd rather not. Okay. That's the type of movie I think, like, the, the twist was just so it? good. I don't think you needed to enjoy it, but it's it does a huge disservice to the actual story itself if if mm-hmm. um if I were to reveal the secret to you. Because I, that shit had me guessing. I was guessing all kinds of shit that ended up being so wrong. And what's really great about the movie is his daughter. His daughter ends up being like um, his rock while all this is going on. Why he, he the movie in the opening sweet sequence again? You see like post-it notes all over his house. Like don't forget your tie. Don't forget this. Don't forget that. Mm-hmm. So um, she is just an amazing emotional core. This little girl who played his daughter. She was she was she was really good. And there's a part later on in the part of the movie where he takes a turn. And it was just so heartbreaking to see him, like, leave the daughter. I was like, bruh, bruh, you're such a dick. But anyway, great movie. I, yeah. I, I, I loved it. Called Black Box? Yeah, it's called Black. Yeah, I think it's just straight Black Box. I think it's on Amazon Prime. Okay, cool. I might try to catch that then. That's good shit. Yeah, that's what's up. Um, Yeah, there's been a ton of shit going on in entertainment news. Um, Oh, but you know what? I always got to start out, man. EA is getting sued again. Yeah, I heard about that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Those niggas are going down. They've already started trying to implement shit to sidestep the rules by, like, putting in a new interface <laughs> to display, like, your time played and, and points and FIFA points used. But they're still trying to skirt it. They won't show you how much money you spent. <laughs> they haven't gone that far yet. But anyway, no, they're getting sued. Um, This time in California... Uh, for it's their use of dynamic difficulty adjustments. So Damn, when you get shit. items or when you achieve, like when you get rare uh, items that increase your gameplay ability, mm-hmm. you'll get the items, increase the efficiency or, or performance of your team, and then the difficulty will scale up, making you more inclined to want <laughs> to go, to have to go and, exp- and, and find more avenues to power. That's crazy. And so they're getting sued for doing that. Because that's predatory as fuck, my nigga. Absolutely. Yeah, dude. That's basically how the design of um Marvel Future Fight was. That's why I left and, it. And, and it's, I really hope this lawsuit lands because, especially because this one's stateside. Oh, man. That might, that'll might that rock the industry because you know that that's what they do with gotcha systems. Yeah. And I, I really want them to attack the rates because I think that's one of the more abusive parts about it. Because... The fact that these rates drop below ten yeah, percent are just like, fucking absurd. Some of them are in. They're the, below one percent. Below one percent. Yeah, fu- and not even just like below one percent. They're like Point fractions of one yeah. percent. Yep. You know what I mean? And so yeah, dude, fucking sue the shit out of them, man. God, I, you know I'm not I'm not one to typically advocate for for going ham in the legal system, but I really hope they go hard on. Oh no, on fuck them EA, this. man. He has, he I want them to get. I hope they destroy their company. They they are actively destroying their company with their bad fucking gaming oh, decisions because they've made it. They're so intractable. Like it's yeah. so clear that this is not in the best interest of the gamer, mm-hmm. and the gamers don't want this. And you have such a monopoly. They they have such a, a, a when when I, it's not a monopoly. It's really a cartel 
control between the big AAA studios and the distribution of video games. That it's so, it, it 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 it's so detrimental to the industry, and it's creating it it creates a very unhealthy um environment, uh, especially because it's like it's not just where you're leaving the uh the unhealthy nature of the environment up to the use. It's like it's actively hurting people's financial status. Like it, it's it's predatory in a way that it's hurting people's livelihoods. You know what I mean? And it, and it's all very thinly failed in the 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 idea that it's it's your choice you don't have to and you're right you don't but when you purposely go out of your way to make it addictive and you target children then me as an adult yes you have all the right in the world to yell at me as an adult if i blow all of my money on this but if your business model is predicated upon the first five minutes when children have access to their mother, their parents' phone and they can get access to these things and just run up bills, because that's what ends up happening, is that it's, 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 it's young children who mostly spend in these games, much unbeknownst to their parents. And then it's, it's, it's a, by time these, these schemes are, are, are figured out by, by the parents, you know, it's, it's almost impossible to claw back the money. Even if you catch them Facts. same day, you have to do chargebacks and yep. all that stuff. And it's like, you know, come on, guys. You know, it, it, it's even, especially on like the Xboxes, like I can only imagine how hard it is to, to secure your Xbox to make sure that your child, you know, because if you can navigate those parent, parental controls, guess what? So can your child. And I and and the resources that your child has via the internet to figure out how to bypass whatever controls you put up on that Xbox are just it's not it's an uphill fight when you could just not put gambling in the games. You know what I mean? With microtransactions. You know what I mean? Like they could just they created the interface to make it so easy to take your money. You know what I mean? And then what I don't get is why the financial industry hasn't hit them for this. But I think it's mainly because the financial industry are the people who are, when I say financial, like JP Morgan, uh, 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 Goldman Sachs, these companies are investing in the video game companies to create, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, these these gambling machines to put in the hands of children to to use money that's not their own. You know what I mean? Like this is a really shitty business model to be perpetuating in a society and in this digital environment, it's so easy to so to spread it rampantly throughout the society. Like you know, every everyone's got a phone. What is the like I I I forget what the actual statistic is, so don't quote me, but it's something like the average age of of cell phone ownership is dropping down to where like it's in the low teens now. Definitely. Like the average cell phone owner is in the low teens. Yep. 13, 14. I remember, I remember 10 years ago when I was like, why would a teenager need a phone? But it's become so normalized that it's like, I wouldn't even, that's not even a question I would ask in, in this. It's crazy. And, 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 and so, yeah, we got to stop. And it's funny because Andrew Yang, um, who, I don't know, man, Andrew Yang, he, he's so open and gregarious. He talks to everyone, <laughs> but some of the people he talks to are very dubious to say the least. But, one topic that he talks frequently about is the the fact that we have some of the best minds in the industry focused on taking advantage and exploiting children. You know what I mean? Through hyper uh, interactive devices. Like this is a terrible equation that you're setting up here. Mm -hmm. Terrible.
<coughs> but um, yeah, it, I'm really glad to see that they're taking legal action against EA because they are one of the main purveyors of this of this shitty corrupt system of monetization. Um, and once it hits them, it's got to hit Activision and it's got to hit uh Sony. Those are the big three. Once those three big three stop doing it, it won't be profitable because once those three companies are producing games and they have games in the market that don't have that, no one will ever go to a microtransaction game when they have access to AAA games with no microtransactions. Like that just won't happen. It will literally obliterate its presence in the entire uh, industry if those three companies decide to not uh, not utilize uh, microtransactions in, in the games that they that they distribute. But we'll see where that goes. But as I've been saying over the past eight months, slowly but surely, we need, you know, if they keep on getting hit by massive legislation like this, it's only a matter of time. Can't beat City Hall. Eventually <laughs> it won't be profitable anymore. Exactly. Because those lawyers, man, boy, they running up the score on they bitch asses. That's what they're there for, making bank. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, a bunch of other shit's been happening in the entertainment industry. Uh, I've been getting back into comics, which I've been really enjoying. Nice. Yeah, man. Fucking Jonathan Hickman is crazy, bro. His run on the X-Men is ridiculous. They definitely, uh, he's been taking it away from, far away from any of its street-level origins into the, like, purely next level, like, the the more universal uh, and otherworldly um threats that that were presented to the x-men but yeah i've been enjoying it right now the current um storyline that's running is x of swords or ten of swords and so uh there's a there's an interesting tournament going on but it, jonathan hickman's a uh, a weird writer so i'll, I'll wait until the <laughs> end of the run before i start making comments too much on that but that's that that's what i i i since i like i'm totally engrossed in this binge culture i hate weekly serials and that's what comic books are and so i end up just like stop like i just gotta stop and wait like y'all can release a couple i'll wait <laughs> oh, and i'll read them because the stories the stories man oh, really really interesting and, and i like and that's what i like i like the high fantasy end of of or the high sci-fi end of of um comic books and marvel stories in general um much and i haven't been too big into dc but uh yeah on the marvel end i definitely like their like Guardian of the Galaxies type stories and shit. Nice. I gotta see if um. I wonder if they're finished with that Doctor Manhattan DC crossover. I want to read that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, they've been wrapped that. Nice. Yeah, um. That actually, out. that's I that that is one of the the uh, DC storylines that I was following. Um. But yeah, that was like almost two years ago. So yeah, that's yeah, definitely wrapped at this point. Um. Did you hear that they're doing a Black Lightning spinoff? Dun, oh, that's dun, dope. Dun. Which one's getting? Following Painkiller. I was like, come on, man. Painkiller? That's the boyfriend, Khalil. No way. That's what I He's said. He's that popular? Shitty dreads. He's that popular. No, I that's don't think insane. he is, though. I'm just like, why him? Like, I mean, the daughters were great to follow. Like, are you kidding me? I totally watch a I superhero mean, show you, with the daughters. He's got to be popular if they're basing a whole show on him. If they didn't think that show was going to sell, they wouldn't have made it. You feel me? Or it wouldn't have gotten that far in the green light. Has it just been announced or is there just it's been it's filmed? Just, I don't know if they started production. Okay. I do not know. Nah, like. But yeah, I was like, damn, Black Lightning spinoff. Yeah, but painkiller. 
I mean, but but yeah, you know, it, this is yeah. my thing is is that when his popular ever meant that it's actually good. Like right, a lot of exactly. things are popular that are shitty. And so I, yeah. I don't doubt you're right. You're, he must be popular. Like people must talk about him because it would make it, it, if there was no interest. Then it just feel me. You can't you can't make you, a it's show. It's hard to off Ryan Coogler some shit like that to take yeah. your storyline and just say, "Hey, listen, I know you don't know if people are interested in this. What I'm telling you is that people are interested in this. It's hard to like, to make that pitch. You can make shitty movies, but it's really hard to make shitty TV shows. Yeah, there's a lot. Really hard. Yes, like, I agree. TV shows get act so fast if you're not if you're, I mean, if you're not I, playing I a mean, ratings game. I don't know if it's hard to make a shitty because there's bad TV shows when I think about it, like. I, I mean, like sure, Brand, but but what I mean is like, like you don't get on TV if like you don't go to the the right channels. You know what I mean? You don't true. like vet the idea first. You know what I'm saying? Yes, you can try a thing and it doesn't work. Sure. And I also don't know what platform it's on. I don't know if it's it, it might be a Netflix thing. I don't know. I don't know what DC's main. Nah, either way, I'm happy is. for my dude though. Like yeah, that, that TV money, get your shit money, get your series money. I hope series you get money. Is that series you money? I hope you bro. get at least four seasons so you get syndicated, my nigga. That, that's that's ah, good four shit. Four seasons is hard though. That's why I'm hoping he gets it. That's why I've given uh, the encouragement from from Jump. You, feel like, you know, I was thinking about that with what you just said. Like, I don't know. I know a lot of things that stop that four. Cause I'm looking. I'm thinking right now about the expanse, and I'm like, man, I really hope that gets to season five. But if at four seasons you get syndicated, then hold, then there should be a five, right? No, no I think syndication is two seasons. No, wait, hundred episodes for TV shows? Yeah, for TV shows you need a hundred episodes before you get syndicated. But for like uh, the long ones, like um, what's the name of that shit? For like that, yeah, that's why I said four seasons because they usually do like twenty something episodes with those DC shows. So like four seasons, that'll be yeah. about a hundred episodes, roughly, and it's good enough to get you syndicated. All right. Well, yeah. Well, I gotta check to see if he's actually on TV because I don't know if he's if this is like a digital release. Yeah, series. I don't know how digital releases work in that case. Um, because they'd be putting out digital releases for one season and canceling them, bitches. Like they don't yeah, have no problem. With I hear. That. I was hearing that people were sitting on Netflix for that because they were. Yeah, they were doing not that a lot. Giving a lot of good seasons their runs, from what I was hearing, and I was like, that's. That's interesting because a lot of shows usually, not a lot of shows, but yeah, like half of shows usually don't get their stride to like season two, season three-ish. Well, yeah, if a lot, from what I, from my anecdotal experience, season two is the, is the, the pivotal. Like if, yeah. if you have a good season one, that's, you know, that's the ground. galvanizes everything. Season two, if you got, if you can maintain season one and maintain interest in that level of of production or whatever is grabbing the people into season three that's a that's that's like that's the hard inflection point for me it's like all right cool you guys but even though i've i've seen shows after four seasons fall off game um game of thrones fell off for me at season five um and they just kept trudging through that shit, man. <laughs> oh man, was the descent That's HBO though. Slow HBO's a little different. And hard, man. That that was gosh. Oh, uh, that's like a bad breakup, man. When I yeah, it, it just, it just keeps getting hard. worse and worse. Like by the end of Game of Thrones, they were leaving Starbucks cups on the fucking <laughs> set, nigga. That shit was out of control. It's like did nobody pre-watch this before y'all put this shit on the air, my nigga? Nobody caught that. Nobody. 
On right. set though, my G, just like what the fuck? I mean, on set is whatever. Like lots of shit's happening on set, so that's it's easy for something to slip by. That's why you specifically have someone there whose job it is to make sure shit like that doesn't happen. I believe the um either the assistant director or the script supervisor is there to make sure continuity errors and shit like that does not happen. And who shook Starbucks? There was the an set? editor. <laughs> there was an editor who had to put the episode together. And there was a director who was presumably giving the editor notes. Like, you got to act like eight, like, how many millions of people watched it on opening night, much less over the course of the, like, yo, you got to act like you're making something that 40 million people are going to consume. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, if there's any kind of error like that, like, if you're on a Game of Thrones set, the fact that you even have Starbucks within a quarter mile of where they're shooting, I'm being hyperbolic, but like, if like anywhere nah, within you're, the room, you're tripping, you're shooting, my nigga. That's crazy. Bring, bring Starbucks to you. What are you talking about right now? They bring Starbucks to the, the set. This is HBO, Curry. No, nigga, you know what the craft services for HBO is like? Nah, well, I'm just <laughs> if I was being professional and I was trying to create a scene for a movie, I'd be like, no, nigga, get that shit out of here. Stop doing that. That's gonna break. It's going to break the mindset of everybody who's in this moment right now. Like, no, but I that's disagree. Me. That's I, why you have accident we're, cut. We're clearly not dealing with professionals because <laughs> they not only did it once, but they fucked up twice because there was another oh, shot man. with some other shit that was on the table that was out of that was out hey, of man. Uh, reference. I think that's unfair. Yes, they fucked they up. That doesn't mean that they're not professionals, guys. Uh, no, 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 no. But, twice on a show like that? Nah, B. <laughs> nah, B. But at the very same How many time, Lord and Order but at was? the very same time, was the show not masterfully shot with the I, I, I personally don't think so though you don't I, think I, the show shot well what do you mean shot well the cinematography the how the camera follows the actors you don't think that was done well the production quality as in the the quality of the equipment was there I don't think <laughs> the quality of the equipment. No, because that like, is that is the most backhanded shot I've ever heard in my fucking life. Like HBO has shitty equipment on set. No, because Yo, like, if you disagree, you know what I'm thinking about. Disagree. No, because you know what I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about the Battle of the Bastards when this nigga Jon Snow was with the floppy sword. <laughs> That's one of many in that whole that whole like whoever shot still, that, like, I whoever feel set you. it up, whoever storyboarded it, whoever put that whole scene. The whole team of niggas who came together and said that this is how we're going to make it and then saw the finished product and said, Let's... me me personally, I thought it was poorly done. I've seen a lot of big battles like that. You know what I mean? Okay. And that was and one of the And rate that words. towards the entire series. Would you consider the entire series, even with those shots, as poorly shot? No, 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 no. That's what I'm saying. Oh, no, no, no. It's not. It, that's, that's why I say, like, yes, there were fuck ups, but I wouldn't mm-hmm. say that they were unprofessional. You know what I mean? I mean, like, well, in that last season, it's like it was. You're oh, the right. last season's a train wreck for sure. Up, up until the last and the production's season, there the was only absolutely... thing I really give props to the last season for. Yeah, no, no, you're absolutely right. It 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 maintained a, a, a the level of professionalness all the way until the last season. I don't know what happened that last season though. Like it all they stopped fell giving apart. a fuck. They already cast the check, or the writers already cast that the was... check. Like that was such a spectacular fucking bonfire they threw though. They were just like, "Yo, fuck this show." Oh, but nah, they told you what happened. Remember, remember when they yeah. did that interview back uh, afterwards, and they were just like, "Well, we didn't know what we were doing." Yeah. <laughs> but they said that they what? See, man, talk about failing honest, fucking yeah, upwards. He bought his they position. They said that from before. They said that the day that they did their first interview about being show writers, uh, the 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 writers on the show. 
They said, you read his books and you look at the storylines and sometimes you throw your hands up and say, what the fuck is this all about? And I'm like, <laughs> maybe you're not the one who should be writing this story then. That's funny. If you look at the storylines and you don't even understand how they fit together, then maybe, just maybe, you ain't the guy for this. Fuck that, my nigga. I bought this position. I'm going to do it, goddammit. Shmoney. Oh, never mind. My daddy bought this position. I'm going to do it, goddammit. Shmoney. Yeah, <laughs> you feel me? Did you just offer me some... Shmoney. For sure. Yeah, it's like those niggas fail upwards, bro. Like, they did so poorly that no point did they ever display the acumen necessary to portray this well. And, 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 but what, and I think it was heavily due to George R. R. Martin's influence in those first couple seasons that it did so well. Mm-hmm. And then as they got more arrogant, they pushed him away. And then as he got pushed farther and farther away, you just saw the decline of the show. Yep. It was crazy. But anyway, I don't even remember how we got onto that. But yeah, fucking Black Lightning uh, spinoff for, for Painkiller. Man, that's... Man, not my first choice. Not my good first luck. choice. Yeah, no. And and I will we'll watch... how it goes. I watched fucking Inhumans to the end of that season. <laughs> I will watch Painkiller at uh, least for at least a couple weird. episodes. Come on. I mean, I can't say that, but... Damn, I, I will wow, wish it nigga. well. Savage. I will wish it well. It's not my demographics, bro. He's he's appealing between like I know his demographic. You feel me? He's hitting for the sixteen to twenty four year old women. That's what he's going for, and Damn. for the older moms. That's Damn. what like no, nah, it's not a shot. I'm that's that just his demographic area. No, I'm just it's not a shot. You feel me? CW knows what they're doing, man. But uh, did you see fucking Shine over in, in Belize just got <laughs> yeah. elected to political office? Yes, nah, I, I want to shout out my mans. Like, I right <laughs> on, dude. Funny. Like, no, I'm laughing. I'm not laughing as a as a negative. I thought I think it's funny, but I still feel like good. Good on you. Do your thing, bro. I think that honestly, fucking after his whole dust down with 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 uh bad boy and all that he got the fuck out of dodge bro like he got out of jail and was like yo clearly this is not the life for me feel me went down to belize turned his whole shit around and so yeah i just wanted to give him some flowers you know what i mean like that there's a lot of people who who are not active in their community and not active in their politics and and they suffer from it at least this man has a vision for where he wants to see uh you know his 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 nation be and he's taking steps to to take it there so right on good on him oh but did you check out the um new two chains album i did not i saw it but i didn't give it a listen how was it so help me god i enjoyed it now i enjoy two chains i i'm not a big one on braggadocious rappers but because i know of two chains to be a a a very mindful person in general someone who whatever no matter what two chains raps about if you sit down and talk to two chains there is a much deeper thought process that goes into all of the ratchet shit he's doing and saying and so i respect that about him so i fuck with two chains heavy this is probably the first project in a long time that i gotta say like it was the most reckless and 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 worst use of features like i love every <laughs> single tra- and and this is not this is That's not normal silly. for two chains because usually two chains has great features on his albums yeah i love every track on this that two chains did by himself i don't like a single track that he had a feature on in this album 
And that's just my opinion. That was just my opinion. Who were some of the features? Um, Kevin Gates, a bunch of young boys that I don't remember the names of. But I just remember Kevin Gates because I was actually I, I I I listened to the tracks because I was like, all right, let me let me see what Two Chains is doing because but they weren't doing nothing on the tracks, you know what I mean? In That's my opinion, but the tracks Two Chain does consistently Two Chains throughout the whole album is very entertaining. And I fucks with that, yeah. And 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 so yeah, I would definitely say check it out because those those same features that I'm shitting on right now will probably be your favorite song. <laughs> you probably That's will be. Weird. You know what I mean? I just I I can't stand the people who he had featured. I think Thug was on there, all the Atlanta boys except Migos. I didn't see Migos. Oh man! And I heard this rumor that 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 uh, Two Chains have been for a while now trying to get a J verse, and he can't get a J verse. And I'm just like, what? Two Chains can't get a J verse? <laughs> That's interesting as fuck. But now that I think about it, looking at the, the features, Jay might not just be interested in being featured on something with these people. These are not, this is not his crowd. You know what I mean? And because Jay is who Jay is at this point in his career, he can cultivate even the features that he's on. Yeah, like definitely. even when you look at his feature body, is it is of a certain caliber of, of, of album. And that's not to say that two chains album is not a high caliber album. It is not the, the quality of caliber feature. The features cultivated on the Two Chains album are not the features that Jay would put himself on, and I don't. Maybe the last album, but he said Southside Hove he sent to Jay for a feature, and I don't. I don't remember when that came out. I don't know how long ago, uh, how far back ago that was. If that was before the last project or not, but um. But does he do a way, lot of features like that though? Who Jay? Yeah. Oh, Jay will feature. Jay puts out verses. Jay, and that's one of the things that I love that 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 Jay is actually notorious for is being over fifty and still smashing niggas tracks. If you put him on a feature, but yeah, no, he but doesn't he just does feature like, feature. Yeah, he, he does, do like one, does one, one or two. That's what I mean. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah, you're not off base with thinking that. Um, but I mean, even at his age, he doesn't have to do that. Like Andre three thousand does like one every two yeah, three years. Right. You know what I mean? At this point, the only incentive and just, and would he's be passion. One of those. You know what I'm saying? Passion Jay, would be the only incentive. Honestly, and you know, pause no homo. Jay's rapping ability has has aged like fine wine. Like I like that nigga's raps today more than I like his raps back in the day. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Good. Jay's Jay's raps definitely are 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 one of those. Jay is one of those few rappers that has real like Nas has been consistent. Nas had hit a high plateau and has never fallen off that plateau. Mm-hmm. And any, anyone who critiques Nas is welcome to their critique, but cannot factually say anything negative against Nas's albums or his 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 um legacy as a rapper. And now as an entrepreneur, as as the CEO of, of Mass Appeal. So you know, let's let's put put respect where respect is due. But um Jay actually, I I steadily enjoyed Jay's rhymes more as he's he's progressed in his career. Even if I don't fuck with a lot of the other shit about Jay, <laughs> he definitely talks about a lot more real shit and a lot more adult shit as he as um. I, I mean, I just fuck with does. everything about him. his flows. Like he flows more diversely now. Um, the con, of course, the content. I I agree with you there. But yeah, it's everything about his flow that. I think has has gotten better over time, which is crazy because that nigga's 
You, he's just one of those people. You got to be careful. Put him on your track. Yeah. It might become his track. And I think that's what upset me about the Jay Electronica album is that it gave me too much Jay. They, speaking about, <laughs> will Jay do a feature, nigga? He'll feature your whole album if you're close enough. There you go. But yeah. Oh, man. Speaking of music shit. So <clears throat> I thought I was going crazy earlier because I, look, I was looking at the advertisements for the next Versus battle. And, um... It was like, and it was advertising for Gucci Man versus Jeezy. And I was like, oh, nigga, I must be so stupid. I could have swore it was supposed to be T.I. versus Jeezy. And I'm sitting here kicking myself in my head, in my ass, like I'm crazy and shit. Until I saw online, people were like, wasn't it supposed to be T.I.? And I was like, I thought that. Okay, I'm not crazy. Yeah, that's last minute pullout. Yeah, either way, I don't know if it was T.I. realized that he's been out on the limb too far. And he needs to chill the fuck out before he does something stupid or whatever. But, um... Is Jeezy versus Gucci, which I'm not. I am not a huge Gucci Man fan, even though I am a huge fan of Gucci's reinvention as a man, <laughs> um, as his reinvention as an entrepreneur, as a reenfranchised person. I do fuck with Gucci heavy on that, but when it comes to the music, boy, I was listening to some old Jeezy nigga. I was like, "Ooh, this nigga about to take his head off." <laughs> Jeezy's nah. yo, Jeezy's about to take his head off. Nah, bro, Gucci is well loved, my nigga. I agree. Gucci I agree. Is well, well loved. And 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 Gucci, Gucci is, and I always know was completely unaware of his his fandom and his fame. But Gucci has a lot of really loved songs. Yeah. But Jeezy's got hits, 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 bro, like street hits. And not that Gucci doesn't have street hits. And that's what's going to make this such a phenomenal battle. Not to mention, I wonder if they're going to be in the same building. Because don't they got beef? Or didn't they have beef? And I'm not trying uh, to perpetuate nah. it. Nah, fuck it. I don't think Gucci really has beef with nobody. He's not really on it. Like you nah, said, Gucci and Jeezy had real beef. Before, it goes I'm back talking to about Black now. Oh, no, reinvented now, now, yeah. Gucci is what I'm saying. Yeah, reinvented yeah. Gucci ain't about, ain't about that. He's about I've never seen him perpetuate shit. nothing. Nah, he's about his money. That's what's up, man. Feel me? That's gonna be interesting. I'm really looking forward to seeing this, bro. I mean, a lot of rappers, like as they get older, unless they're a specific type of nigga that's still actually in the streets, like they don't fuck with that shit no more because they know how counterintuitive it is to actually making money. Oh, absolutely. And the funny part is, I was watching. I was I was on the social medias, and Roy Woods Jr. posted this hilarious take he's like a successful author and a picture of gucci man with his book and 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 a successful uh activist politician and it has uh g's a picture gz with biden are gonna sit down and have a discussion about the state of hip-hop today and it's like yeah that 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 is uh an interesting description of the versus battle because that is you know that is relatively accurate gucci is a best-selling author and and gz is a very renowned activist and 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 uh member of his community so yeah dude i am looking forward to this the music is going to be amazing um i can't wait to see what gucci man plays because i'm not very well versed in the gucci discography to be honest as i said i'm not a huge gucci fan so i'm interested to see what he plays because i'm sure that he's got songs that were popular that i've heard in passing so it'll be interesting to see what he plays uh against jeezy's more in my opinion more uh street ready hits (laughs) as if there's another version of well i guess now there is another version of gucci yeah man but yo you gotta love the reinvention man i'm not mad at that at all always feel me i 100 think that's the way that makes the most sense to me Mm -hmm. feel me the makes the most sense to me is like yo you get into this you're like oh shit 
that shit that I was doing is has no longevity to it. Let yeah, me no, reinvent myself. Move there's forward. nothing more human than acknowledging that you're not the same person you were however many years mm-hmm. ago. You know what I mean? Like that that's maturity. That's also just maturity. talk about a fucking role model. There it is right there. Motherfuckers went to mm-hmm. jail and he was like, Nope, not doing that no more. Not doing that. I no mean, more. and and not <laughs> to say that it was a perfect re, uh, a perfect transformation on his own. Uh, from what I understand, his queen yeah, helped him a lot. His, uh, yeah, shout out to his lady. That yeah, apparently she, she, she was the catalyst. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's yo, dude. We're all flawed to complete ourselves. You know what I mean? It's always helpful to find somebody else who 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 matches who compliments you well. You know what I mean? She complimented him. She didn't exacerbate any of his flaws. You know, she really called him to be a better man. And so, yeah. Right on. I don't know how that's going to affect him in his versus battle, but I hope that it's entertaining. <laughs> but yeah, man. Uh, what else been going on? Yo, so I don't know what the fuck is going on in Texas right now. What's happening but in Texas? They Boosie went out there to go memorialize Mo Three. He got his sprinter van got shot up. He took one in the leg. Damn. Benny the Butcher was. I don't know why he was at a uh, a Walmart in Houston. He got hit in the leg. Like, I don't know what's going on. Like, that's crazy. And they, both of them in Texas. Is that a thing going on right now? After two, uh, uh, three people were murdered at a, a, a strip club a couple weeks back. And then Mo 3's murdered. Like, what's this? Is Yo, Texas is on fire right now. <laughs> and it's not some interracial shit. It's definitely like, I don't, I don't know what's going on in the Texas streets. But niggas is wilding right now. I don't know if everyone's extra hungry, right? Because COVID and people stuck inside and they got to go eat. But yeah, I mean, the Mo three thing could easily be just retaliation. You know what I mean? Well, um, or it could just be ops. You know what I'm saying? They know that's yeah. that's very common to go after the the wake or the funeral after you know you take down one of their one of the opposition. Unfortunately, that's how that um the 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 violence begets violence type shit, and then just you know, man, it's hard to just stop. Yeah, because I think yeah, because Boosie was at the Mo three, but they got that's what I'm saying. Why were the ops? They got Mo three, and then they went to his memorial to get more niggas. Like what? What's like? That's what I'm saying. It's <laughs> I'm weird. Pr- I'm fairly certain. Um, well, from my from what my limited knowledge in these things, you generally don't have um, issues with just one person. Anyone associated to your op is also an op. Yeah, these like, these kids these days are wild. Like I I I can't imagine. Like even if you if you if you got a beef with somebody that you're gonna shoot at, it's usually you know sanctioned against a person. Very rarely is is the violence as random as it's portrayed. Usually it's just because nobody, that all that stuff is happening in private and it's, and the police and whoever's reporting on it aren't privy to why that violence is happening. But when, when the person actually is attacking the person who they're intending to attack and they get to them, it's very rarely random. And so I just don't understand how like what if if the if you know mo three had beef and they they sanctioned him to to get hit i can't like i don't know maybe it's just a different time a different era like that's just making it way too hot you're going to shoot at mo three and boosie i mean did they know it was boosie before they shot you gotta know it's boosie come on man 
<laughs> I mean, it's very hard. He not was to in know a sprinter van. I, 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 know, I get what you're saying, but if they just shot up a sprinter van, you know what I'm saying? I mean, whatever. Maybe they did. Maybe they didn't. I don't know. But as far as uh, based on what I know, is like the it's not really a secret who these these people really go after them because they post a lot of the stuff about themselves on social media. They fully dry snitch on themselves, letting you know exactly what they're gonna do, <sighs> when and why, if they see you and all that stuff. So. <clears throat> you know, it's just it's it's the mentality more than anything else. You feel me? It's just the mentality. What's your street hood mentality is hood mentality, man. Or not hood mentality, I don't say specifically gang mentality, gang hood mentality. It is its own specific beast. Yeah. But whatever is whatever's going on, I wish the best to to Boosie and, and Benny. Hopefully you guys have a speedy recovery. For whatever. Sure, for sure. <sighs> Well, you survived, so whatever you did was was sufficient. You know what I mean? Gosh, just I, I I just don't know, man. Like I couldn't imagine having any amount of fame and being caught dead at Walmart. But you won't catch me dead at Walmart now. <laughs> Correct. Correct. If, if I'm at Walmart, there is no other alternative. And my thing is, is like it, I don't know why they gotta like when you a rapper, you really gotta walk around with all your chains on. <laughs> Nah, man, like, I get it. Like, okay, you're going to the club, or you're going to an interview, or you're going to a photo shoot, or, but I'm I'm pretty sure a bunch of these niggas be wearing them chains, and, and I'm talking about all them them dirty chokers nah, they bro, be having I gotta be neck. fresh to death, even if I'm going to buy socks at Walmart, bro. <sighs> fresh to death. I need all eight of my chains to make this purchase. That shit's wild, yo. It's like... It's like the deer is just walking, pissing in the wind. Like, yo, come <laughs> find me, wolves. Like, that's it, bro, nah, man. To be fair, you should be able to shop at Walmart with as many chains as you have, and be totally fine with it. You feel me? That's, I hear you. You know what I'm saying? I hear you. I think was doing nothing. My wrong. thing is, is that the re- as much we have ideals, and then there's reality, and the reality is, is that. Niggas is sick right now, and the only cure is busting off shots. <laughs> and I'm not trying to make light of the situation. I'm just saying that we got to move like we know what the world around us is doing. And and I don't know. I just, and you, sh- yes, while you should be able to, I just don't see the value. Like, why would you walk in Walmart and signify, like, that, that you're a celebrity? Cause I'm and and I'm not trying to blame shift on anyone like um Boosie or 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 Benny. I'm just saying, moving forward, how can we do the best that we can to eliminate the uh, the chances that who is we? This happens? seems like a pretty isolated. Incident. No, when I say we, I'm just talking about in general as a people. You know, in general as people, it it would be good if the general zeitgeist was that we don't. It's not smart to flash in public. Like, it would be nice if that was what. The general public was passing. Now, when I say general public, I mean black people amongst ourselves. Like, yo, flossing when it's appropriate is awesome. Flossing in the middle of the day while you're in Walmart, that's just really not cool and and doesn't prove anything to anyone. I mean, maybe he just, maybe he made that decision uh, 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 from the get-go and was cool with the consequences, you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, I totally get what you're and I, saying. And as I said, I, at but, this point, I'm moving past the Benny in them case because I don't want to make it sound like I even know what the fuck happened to Benny. <laughs> I'm just saying, thinking, you know, into the future. 
Yeah, but like even, even like I don't know. That doesn't seem like that often is of an occurrence, right? People who do get robbed don't go out with their chains like that. You feel me? Nah, because I mean it's happened to a lot of people. Like like the baby was out, he had all his chains. He ended up killing the dude. Yeah, who tried to rob him? That's yeah, that's not funny, but that's kind of funny. Well, I, I and I have no sympathy for the guys who are trying to rob yeah, him. It's like try, you try to rob someone. Yeah, yeah, you know, like at that you point, roll the dice, and sometimes you roll the what, bro? You feel me? You made that choice. That's that's the that's thing that happens thing. when Dungeons you try to rob people. Dungeons and Dragons has definitely taught me that to some degree. It's like. You can take any risk you want. Yeah. Your game just might be over. Yeah, you just got to know that all the options <laughs> are available in each one of those risks. And just because you only see one option. Are you willing to accept the game over at this point? <laughs> Feel me? He chose that risk and he rolled the dice he lost. I can't. Zero sympathy for I, that. Nigga. You feel me? I can't um, be like, oh. I'm, I'm very happy people. that the baby was was capable of defending himself. But yeah. nonetheless, my thing is, is let's, I don't know. It's just, I, I never, I've never been really particularly successful at changing the world to be safer. I've only particularly been successful at changing my behavior to ensure that I don't put myself in dangerous situations. That's and correct. And so I always, that's right and that's the, that's the only reason why I take the line of logic that I do when these kind of things happen is because I want to see better outcomes. That's it. Uh, and, and, I, and I have no idea. And I'm not yelling at you about you, that. I'm just saying in general for people, because it, 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 it's difficult hearing a bunch of people ruminate about this and nothing ever change. You know what I mean? And that's why I'm trying to 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 point out things like what what it, what if anything could we do to make our lives better? Which is why I have such a big time with American uh, have a, such a hard time with uh, American politics because you can't. There's nothing you can do. It's intractable because we're not part of a community that's enfranchised, and so it, it's something. This is one of those things, you know, we have a lot of problems and there are solutions, but you got to position yourself to enact them. And unfortunately, we ain't in that position. But yeah, what else been going on? Gosh, speaking of people in a position to help deal with problems, man, I've I seen some real disturbing stuff about Ice Cube, man. And, you know, there's this, there's this rabbi that's going around and same rabbi that was talking to Nick and... Whenever there's a black man who's accused of being an anti-Semite, they have to sit down with him and, and let him dress them down about how black people are beasts and that Jewish people are the superior race and all their fucking Zionist bullshit. But, um, yeah, Cube sat down and, sat and, and, and bigged them up and all this stuff on the same breath that this nigga is talking about, like, Black Lives Matter is a terrorist organization. Who said that? Ice Cube said that? No. The, oh, okay, uh, the, okay. The, the, the rabbi said that. And I'm like, so you're co-signing a nigga that thinks that BLM is a terrorist organization. And I'm like, all right, Cube, you're just showing your hand, my nigga. Like, that's cool. That's on you, man. Like, live your life, but just just know that Coonan shit don't fly nowhere near me. Don't fly nowhere near me. And a lot of people got so much respect for him that they don't want to call out, like, the epically coonish behavior. And it's like, all right, cool, man. But that sure as, I sure as hell would never let anything that Ice Cube uh, says penetrate that kind of fuckery. Like, nah, bro, you've already shown your hand. You work with Trump. You work with Zionist rabbis. Like, I'm good. I'm good. I see what, what's going on. Unless you're, unless you're going stir crazy because you've been stuck inside too long. And, you know what I mean? Quarantine got your head fucked up. 
you gonna have to you got a lot of explaining to do to 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 get me to believe that you know what the fuck you're talking about a and b you should be doing anything but rapping like i i'm not a big one to 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 get into ice cube's acting career but i i put his accolades on him for rapping you know what i mean but stay out the politics bro the politics the social justice issues you're not rocking on them, bro. Because <laughs> the idea that you want to co-sign somebody who says that BLM is a terrorist organization after he ch- that he being the this rabbi chastised Nick Cannon for calling white people barbarians for clearly barbaric acts, which is a an opinion based on a historic event that happened. Yet this rabbi calls BLM or people who support BLM terrorists which has legal ramifications in this country and says that that's not worse when blm is neither terrorist organization nor are they a hate group like that's so so your your peoples could go ahead and denounce an ideology that just want to bring you know equality of 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 concepts to to black lives but you're not gonna you're not gonna call that out, but you want to go ahead and, and and use that as ratification for for how you're not anti-Semitic, even though he is clearly racist himself. He can absolve you of your anti-Semitism while being a bigot himself. I don't understand how that works. That that circ- that's not a square circle. Yeah, you know what I mean. You can't put those two things together and just call them something. You got to explain that. And so now you got you've been. Working with white supremacists, you're working with Zionists, and you're trying to say that you got to, and and it all in the name of working for every, uh, speaking to every uh, possible outlet to for black, for black upliftment. That's not how that works, bro. You can't go to people who clearly don't have your best interest in mind and are, are 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 known for exploiting you and your fucking community, and say that I'm just being open to all sides. When this is part of the oppression, you can't go to the oppressor begging for 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 freedom and expect any kind of result. If you're going to go to the oppressor, you got to take your freedom. But if you're going to go there and try to parlay with him for your freedom, all you're doing is selling out your 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 fellow your fellow people in your community. That's all you're doing. Because you're going to get uplifted and enriched through this activity. No one else is though. All them trillions ain't gonna make it to the hood, nigga. Donald Trump ain't putting shit into the hood. Rabbi, whatever, I don't even, I don't want to put it, that nigga's name on the airways on my platform. That nigga ain't motherfucking putting no money into your hood. All he's doing is having you sit there, look stupid in front of him so that he can demonstrate to his people that he's got black community under his thumb. That's all it does. That's all it is. But anyway. I'm done with ragging on Ice Cube for being just openly naive in public. That's that's literally what he's doing. He's just being openly naive in public. That's pretty sad. Yeah. But anyway, man, everyone's talking about... Oh, you know what? Before I get into that, have you heard of the Parler app? I have not. Maybe, Maybe I have. They made conservative uh, Twitter. It's pretty much Twitter for conservatives. That sounds dangerous as fuck. That's what I'm saying, bro. The echo chamber Mm -hmm. is going to be so epic in conservative Twitter. This shit is fucking frightening, man. That shit is is 
this is the worst use of social media. Technology. Technology. Oh, yeah. The worst use of it. Oh, yeah. And it's going to become so problematic because if you think that there's division in this country now, imagine when all of those, how many million people, 7 million, 70 million people voted for Trump are completely disassociated from any platform that has any responsibility to showing them what's actually happening. Because, I mean, Facebook is bad, but at least they're interested in the illusion of openness. <laughs> and so, you're, you know what I mean? Like, that that creates some kind of give and take. Do you think Parler is going to fucking give a shit about whether they, they're censoring liberal views? Nope. No. That's specifically why they created it. Exactly. To avoid all of the censorship. So, you know, it, it's just going to make a, a this environment more and more toxic. And and the divide until we get rid of this bullshit, left right, just binary political system until Americans grow the fuck up. Like seriously, like I, I look at old Americans and you're like, oh, this bipartisan system is the best system. We look at our democracy, our republic is so robust. Like, no, it's not. It's not. Your childishness to not believe that there can be a plurality of thoughts in this country is just. Is it's depressing, depressing that at this point, at this day and age, a, a substantial amount of the electorate believe that, yeah, no, I'm really cool with just having these options. That these two options is all I need. That these two gentlemen, that these two parties uh, uh, present to me are the utmost cream of the crop. That I need no like, come on, like let's be genuinely honest with each other. Like that's not it's it's so clearly not the best way to govern over three hundred plus million people. You know what I mean? Like it just it, it's crazy that they think that 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 that's where it's at. Like you really think that that's the best way to choose a leader for three hundred million people? That's going to represent. You know, not just a plurality of thought, but just the best interests at large of such a diverse crowd. I don't know, man. It's it's a lack of imagination, a lack of maturity that is going to they're going to have to deal with that shit because the system is getting really bad and the social media atmosphere is exacerbating that. And, you know, they just had their million MAGA march they they said i think about eight thousand people showed up so just just, just, just a, a little, little bit short of the million just a tad just a little bit but if you know if you listen to scott adams the dilbert guy god what a fucking tool face man this <laughs> guy's the fucking worst <laughs> he's like he's, a, he's sitting here talking That's into his mic first of all stop listening to motherfuckers who talk into their mic with fucking like from their living rooms with fucking fuzzy backgrounds <laughs> and just sit there and, and, and spew shit like, you know, based on the numbers, only about 8,000 people showed up. But let me tell you, it felt more like three to five million. That's, That's what he said. weird shit. He goes, because you know, Trump supporters like to wear camouflage. Can't see them all the time, and I'm like, if you don't now, get this bullshit, shit. if you don't get this bullshit metaphor for the the shy Trump voter as being a voter, Trump voter in camouflage, <laughs> get the fuck out of here! Like this nigga is so stupid. No, you guys are just a really vocal minority. There's not that many of you ass hats. 
But yeah, you guys yell really loud about it. And it was so funny because black people in D.C. was like, we just won't go to that part of the city for today. That's cool. Y'all go ahead and do your thing. We'll come back. We'll be back to work tomorrow. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and, and so what ended up happening is that they were clashing with anti Antifa, anti-fascists, which ends up being mostly white people. So in the surprise turn of events in the 2020, Donald Trump starts a race war among white people. Dun, dun, dun. Like this... <laughs> This thing is getting white people to fight other white people over racism more than he's getting white people to kill black people over racism, which is not to take in light the actual lynchings that have been happening. Like, no, he has incited real race violence in this country, not to be misconstrued with the jokes that I'm telling now. Like, but this thing is stupid, bro. Seriously. Exceptionally so. Uh, and the... This whole million MAGA march, Blue Lives Matter, they can't even make up slogans. All they can do is steal black live, like black people slogans. That's all they can do. They think they're being clever, but they just look dumb. It just shows that how much they depend on us for yep, everything. Pretty much. They depend on us for everything. That's how and they, they're insecure about it because slogans. they know, even as the majority, how little of the actual productive energy comes from them in this country. That's hilarious. They're purely managers. That's all they do. All they do is organize shit. And they've been very successful and made a very lucrative life for themselves out of it. And when I say them, I mean white people in general as as the majority. When it comes, if you look at per capita, how much of the productive value comes from black and minority people versus how much comes from white people per capita, White people are cleanly on the bottom. <laughs> cleanly on the bottom. That's because all their jobs are being stolen, Curry. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're stealing the jobs that mm-hmm. we can't get because they won't hire us. Exactly. Yeah, we're stealing the jobs, the ones that you guys are racistly blacklisting us from. The ones where clearly over and over studies show, if you just change your name to something white, you'll probably get the job. <laughs> like, like, they literally have studies showing this. That's a coincidence. Stop looking at that. But, yeah... But yo, I'm looking at this GA race, and I'm pretty sure this guy John Ossoff is throwing, <laughs> which means this whole thing. And then you know we have and 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 I'm and I'm not talking on her to to badmouth her only to make sure that we aren't myopic in the context in which we critique these people and. You know, you have Stacey Abrams who did a huge amount of work in trying to get black voter turnout in Georgia. Let us not forget this is the same Stacey Abrams that supported Michael Bloomberg in the primary. That's pretty funny. This is not Miss Progressive Abrams, okay? This is a woman who, given the choice of the actual president who was, she could have backed him, she could have backed Bernie, she could have backed Elizabeth. Any number of much better candidates backed Bloomberg, of all people. Of all people. She thought that he was the best vessel of her, of her, of her influence and energy. So let's not deify this person yet. She did good getting the voter turnout. But will she be effective at getting John Ossoff to... To support any of those progressive policies that he cleanly came out last week and said, I do not support Black Lives Matter. I do not support defunding the police, which even the Atlanta police support defunding the police. (laughs) 
It's fucking weirdo, bro. The Atlanta police, and and I and I say that obviously because they didn't go out and support defund the police. But when they were said, when 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 Atlanta said, "Hey guys, we need to reassess the amount of money that we're spending on on you guys' uh, budget versus the the social uh, the social uh, safety net budget," they all said, "Hey, fine, we'll just not come to work." So they defunded themselves. They clearly support this task. When we said, hey, we're going to regulate you, they said, fine, we won't come to work. So cool. So you support defunding. We clearly don't need you. So when, when I say that, I mean more metaphorically or symbolically through their actions. But nonetheless, how is Stacey Abrams, who thought that Bloomberg was the progressive vessel for her energy in the primary, going to now galvanize people to motivate John Ossoff to be on the side of progressive issues that he's openly spoken out against. And this is what I'm saying. This is the political thirst trap. I love the guys from clickbait political thirst trap, but I feel like they are wasting their time because they are so adamant at engaging for uh, engaging with black success through the voting paradigm that we have yet to address is designed to disenfranchise us. If not to say that the idea of black people voting is a bad idea, what I'm saying is, is that based on the way American politics works, for your vote to be effective for you, you have to have a, a, a strong constituency. What do I mean by that? Your vote could determine who is a president, who is a congressperson, who is a judge. But what that person who you've elected does depends more on the power of the constituency you represent than the public good that they are tasked in doing. And we have to acknowledge that because we can't keep on electing people like John Ossoff, who claim to be Democrats, who will not vote for any Democratic or, or any progressive legislation that we as a people have recognized that we need. Because there's no benefit to that. There's no benefit to voting blue no matter who when the blue guy votes like the red guy. And so until we could do something about that situation in our politics, galvanizing people to vote is just asking them to choose their slave masters. And that is not just an ethical, it is a moral. And, and, and it's not that I hate the people who are trying to galvanize the vote, but what I would love for them to recognize is that there's a lot of work that needs to be done to make that vote actually matter, to make that, moat, that vote influential to change the things in, in your life. We need to do the work. We can't keep on taking steps. We can't keep trying to, to 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 run before we walk. And we haven't walked. We haven't created stable communities. And I'm not saying this because black communities are bad. I'm saying that there has been a systematic. We've recognized that the society has created institutions to attack things like the black family. They have destabilized our families, which is the core unit for communities. So they destabilize our communities. And guess what the community is the core unit for? Political fucking power. 
communities are the core unit of political power. If they've attacked our families and they've attacked our communities, then clearly they've attacked our political power. So stop voting because people without political power shouldn't vote. They shouldn't engage in that. They should get the political power so that their vote means something. And I and 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 I really, really, really want to impress that upon the people who actually make a difference in this space, because when we do and we start galvanizing around that and we start really getting that solidarity between the, the disparate communities that we need, then those votes, then then all of that work to galvanize voters actually becomes becomes real and it becomes it becomes something that gets substantive change in people's lives it gets water to flint and it gets it gets it gets you know police reform at minimum if not defunding and abolishment like we can't get to those things until we get the community solidarity to 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 make our voice heard in an impactful way so if you if you're organizing for the vote but you're not somehow also on the ground galvanizing some bringing people together in terms of making connections from city to city creating pathways of 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 surviving in this environment where we know that our political power has been diminished unrightfully so but nonetheless Unless they're talking about how we operate in that space, then galvanizing the vote just doesn't it, – it, it's great and it's good community work, but it's never going to actually get progress. It's never going to get your community anywhere. It's never going to get funding for all of the shit that needs to happen to make defunding the police a reality. Because if you're going to defund the police, you sure as hell have, better have the institutions in place to, to to soak up all the free time that 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 the youth are dedicating to do the – you know, shoot niggas in the legs. You know, unless you give them something better to do than that, then none of this. And the only way to do that is to make them care about your community. And guess what? We don't live in a political vacuum. We've been voting Democratic for decades and they still haven't cared about our community. So let's do that work. Let's make them care about our community and then we'll start voting for them. How about that? Because voting for them has not encouraged them to care anymore about our community. And, and 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 what's worse is that in their fecklessness, it's the people are defecting to the other side. They're getting less progressive because they see no movement in the progress, so they're finding a way to get comfortable. And that's what conservatism is when you're comfortable in the lack of progress. You want to conserve where you're at. You found a comfortable place, you want to keep it going. That's conservatism. You know. If we want any kind of progress in this country, if we want any kind of progress in our lives, we gotta be ready to 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 galvanize as a as a block. Like we need that, we need that solidarity. And 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 the worst part is is that we almost got it. We have it more than anyone. If there's any demographic in this country that that votes as a uh uh in in unity, and because there's no demographic that's a monolith, let's let's not make a myth. There's no demographic that's a monolith, but 85% of black men and 90-something percent of black women voted 
for Joe Biden. You won't get better turnout for you from a demographic than that. Period. So, you know, we're, we're doing the voting. They're not doing the caring. Let's stop doing the voting, in my opinion, or find other ways of interfacing with the system till they start doing the caring. But I find it to be disingenuous to continuously harp on that one. All right, time to get the Senate. For what? Both of the senators that we're about to vote on right now, the ones that are going to supposed to flip the Senate blue, or at least one of them, I'm sorry, because Warnock, um, Reverend Warnock, I'm, from what I understand, is a good guy, proposes to be a good senator. But Ossoff, the one that's going to actually flip the fucking Senate our way, that nigga is a Republican. Period. He's a Republican. And guess what? That nigga will vote Republican ways even if you vote blue. They, they've, that's the fucking trick that they did. They just put two Republicans on the ticket. They took. They just took a Republican that called himself a Democrat and a Republican that a Republican that called themselves a Republican, and they run them against each other. And that's how you ensure that no progress gets made. Like it, it's just it's it's a real fucked up situation, and and it's really important to understand. Like the Senate in particular. So I don't know if there's anyone who needs this explained, but you know our Congress, which is the legislative body, the body that writes the laws, is split into two branches: the Senate and the House of Representatives. The House of Representatives has, I think, 400 to 500 um, seats in it, and they rep each group of seats represents, or each group of delegates represents a state, and each state has a group of delegates commensurate with its population. Now, that, that body is counterbalanced by the Senate. The Senate has, representative, has representatives from each state, but only two. So in the, in the Senate, everything is equal. All states got two representatives, but in the House of Representatives, every state has delegates commensurate to to the amount of of uh, to the its population. So that means that the Senate is actually easier to control because whether you're Montana with dick all population or California with hella population, you're only going to get two representatives. So that branch in particular is susceptible to capture. Now, the House of Representatives, not so much. Now, they also have different term limits and all that kind of stuff. So uh, the rules are slightly different, but that's the general gist of how those branches are are populated when it comes to their um, the legislature. Uh, so with that being the context, that's why the Senate is so important. Because right now, the Senate is split 50-50. And depending on how these runoff votes go in January... The Senate might be majority blue. And so, you know, to get a, a progressive control of the government, you need to have the Senate blue, the House of Representatives blue, the legislature blue. Um, now, the Supreme Court is supposed to be nonpartisan, so you shouldn't be trying to, to pack it or influence it with partisanship, which, of course, Donald Trump already has done. But... I'm going to operate off of how the country is supposed to work and just assume that the SCOTUS is is neutral. So that's the, why the jockeying is so hard right now in the the Senate, because this is not an election year for the House of Representatives. We have uh, I say we uh, the Democrats have the, the the presidency, which is the executive. They have the potential to get the Senate. 
And then they would just have to focus their efforts on winning back the House of Representatives. They could do that in the next two years. And then that would present Joe Biden the latter two years to do major reform of the government in the um in his administration. So that's that's why that this talk of the Senate in Georgia is so important, because Georgia right now is the state that uh the Senate hinges on, whether it's controlled by the, the Republicans or the Democrats. So that's just a little bit of uh, a background for oh, um, for that, because I know I keep bringing it up and it's going to be continually be important for the next few weeks, um, probably into the new year um, as we watch those races, because, you know. I don't think Joe, Joe Biden is going to change anything majorly, but if there's going to be any change, then we need to to get the political landscape situated in a way that's favorable to him to be able to do anything. Because I think that Kamala Harris I, um, might be looking to make a legacy. And in that much, because I just don't think that Joe Biden is, he just doesn't strike me as someone who's full of the need to do reform or change of anything. And so if anything's going to get done, it's going to probably come from Kamala. And for her to be empowered to do anything, they're going to have to have control of the legislature. And so, yeah, I just uh, felt like I should bring everyone up to speed with that. But, yeah, we'll go ahead and we'll wrap on that. We had a nice little chat for the weekend. So uh, go ahead and follow us on the social media, guys. You can find me on Instagram at Heron's Home Podcast and on Twitter at Korea underscore T and at Home Heron. And I'm on Instagram at Rico underscore G. And always remember, time is only wasted if you choose to waste it. So learn from your mistakes. It's the only thing you ever truly do learn from. Have a great one, guys. Thanks for joining us. Peace. Take it easy.